Listen to The Morning Cry on your favorite podcast app. Just search for The Morning Cry on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you like to listen. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray together? Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit would illuminate our hearts, even as we read through your word this day, in Jesus' name. One generation passes away, and another comets. These were the words of the preacher Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel, a man who in his time was wise, and no one exceeded him in wisdom. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 1 to 4 says, The words of the preacher, the son of David, king in Jerusalem, Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, Vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit at a man of all his labors which he had taken under the sun? One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh, but a hath abided forever. In this passage, I just read, as a good and wise communicator who Solomon was, he said three things. First, he makes a conclusion. He says, Vanity of vanities. All is vanity. And notice the repetition which it makes for emphasis. Second, in verse 3, he asks the question, an exhaustive question, that what profit at a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun? If you permit me to rephrase that as, what is the sum total of a man's life after all his labor on earth? I think it was the Good News Bible that put it thus, that you spend your life working, laboring, and what do you have to show for it? Lastly, in verse 4, Solomon makes an observation. And he says, one generation passes away, and another generation comes, but it has abided forever. Let this be clear, that there were generations before, and here we are in a generation, and many more generations will come and go if the Lord tarries. If we look back to the past, many generations that once existed in the world are gone. Men, famous men, who were very famous for their exploits, are no more today. In their time, some rose to the highest ranks of riches, popularity, while others fell from post of dignity to a state of poverty unknown to men. All of them, both high and low, rich and poor, learned and ignorant, kings and their people, all are swept away. In ages past, some men fought in the army for their nations, in battalions, but they have all passed away and nothing is known of any one of them, even till today. Nations that were once great and flourishing are now almost forgotten. Recall the kingdom Babylon. That great kingdom today can scarcely be found. Truly, you can say and agree with Solomon. One generation passes away and another generation comes. We are in a new generation. And this is also true of this present generation. The generation to which we belong is moving out of the world. If you look around us, there are probably people we know 
who have departed, never to be seen, touched, or discussed with anymore on this side of life. For there is no continuation, no abiding here. Some of our old friends and acquaintances are gone. And it is very possible that we ourselves feel that we live in a dying generation. Yes, great and useful men are taken away. Parents are taken from their children. There is no standing still. The world moves on, even as all this happening. Surely you can say, one generation passes away and another generation comments. You see, there was a time that our own generation was called the future generation. But today, there is another generation coming that is the future generation. And that's how it goes while the world revolves around. Now, this is going to be true of the future generation as well. They all will pass away if the Lord tarries. Just as we were once the future generation, so will all generations pass away in the same manner. As one generation pass away, another will come. On and on until the end of the world. When this moving train called earth expires and is destroyed. Before we look into the morals of this wise saying of King Solomon. Solomon mentioned one more thing. He said, but the earth abideth forever. And many may see this to mean this present earth will continue. No, not at all. But the Bible tells us in the book of Second Peter chapter 3 verse 10. That this earth will be destroyed. But what was King Solomon referring to here? Number one, that the lives of individual men are outlived by the hearth. So men come in and men exit, but the world continues. The earth continues. One culture comes in and go. The new culture emerges, but the earth still remains. That in contrast, constitutions of nations come in and they are formed. Even new nations are formed and they go into oblivion and new systems emerge. But the hearth still remains. The heart abides despite human structures and endeavors. The heart remains. The houses, villages, cities, citadel of knowledge. Where are they? Some come, some go. Some utterly swept away. Some in ruins and all destined to decay. But of God, the Bible says, they shall perish, but thou remainest. It is only God, and that which is God, that abideth forever. The book of 1 John chapter 2, verse 17 says, The word passeth away, and the lost thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, abideth forever. Surely, in Psalms chapter 39, verse 6, the Bible says, Every man walketh in a vain show. Surely, they are disquieted in vain. He heapeth up riches, and knoweth not who shall gather them. In the book of Psalms, chapter 90, verse 9 to 10, the Bible says, For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three score and ten. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and will fly away. Now you may ask, why are we talking about this? There are lessons for us to keep in our hearts. We should cultivate a sense of the transiency of this outward life. We must not live a life as though this world is forever. For this world will pass away. It is transient and nothing on it is forever. Consequently, our actions, we would leave them. Our words, our works. So we should, co- we should cultivate 
we all should cultivate the sense of permanence of the inner life and not the outward life. Paul, in his letters to the Colossians, in chapter 3, verse 2, said, Set your affections on things above. In Christ's sermon on the mount, he said, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21, he said, Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your anchor, while we are on this earth, be on the rock of ages, not on the accumulation of the debris of this world that passeth away. Let us see to it that our wheels are in harmony with his, and the work of our hands are in sync with God's work. And we can pursue this irrespective of the field of life we find ourselves. You know, if you're still asking, why are we saying this? God told prophet Isaiah to cry aloud. In Isaiah chapter 40 verse 6 to 8, the voice said, cry. And he said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass and all the goodliness thereof is as the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Apostle Paul in his letter to the Corinthian church charged the believers in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 29. And he said unto them, But this I say unto you, the time is short. It remaineth that both they that have wives be as though they had none. And they that weep as though they wept not. And they that rejoice as though they rejoice not. And they that buy as though they possessed not. And they that use this world as not abusing it. For the fashion of this world passeth away. We cannot afford to live as though we will live forever on earth. We cannot afford to fix our gaze on this world's riches and the pleasures it presents. We cannot afford to make the basis of our faith the things that perish. That songwriter wrote, he said, Time is filled with swift transition. Nothing of earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. He said, Hold to God's unchanging hands. Hold to his hands. God's unchanging hands. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. In standard three, it says, Covet not this world's vain riches that so rapidly decay. Seek to gain the heavenly treasures. They will never pass away. So when your journey on this earth is completed, if to God you have been true, fair and bright the home in glory, your enraptured soul will view. said, Old to God. Old to his ends. God's unchanging ends. Old to his ends. God's unchanging ends. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. While we are in this world, we are called to live our life to serve the will of God, to do the will of God, to serve the purpose of God, no matter the field of work we find ourselves, to live a life to please God. It was reported of David that he served his generation by the will of God. I pray that when our own record is read here on earth, or opened up for review in heaven, it will be said that we have served a generation by the will of God.
in Jesus' name. God bless you.